At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It is hour number two of a numbers game here on VEASAN. Happy Monday. Glad you joined us. It is Matt Brown filling in for Gil. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. And talked a little bit of NFL. We'll get to some more NFL later in the show as well. Some of these odds are moving. Some of the things, does the trickle-down effect actually mean anything? We will try to get to the bottom of it all for sure. But, Kelly, you have been out at NBA Summer League. Certainly want to get your opinion on not only just the experience in general, anything that was going on out there, and, of course, we have come to the finals over there in that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great week of summer league. We had some great coverage down there. Thanks to all the crew and everybody who joined us uh, on the on the different shows that we had here at Veasan out at summer league it was really great. Wrap up tonight with the final Rockets and Cavs undefeated teams. Matt Brown, there we go. Um, man, the Rock. I, I, this is this is way too inside basketball. I don't know if I'd be betting mm-hmm. on this. I've made one summer league bet, and that's when JVT and I were sitting out there and we were looking at the Pistons Raptors warm up, and we were like. Wait, I think there's some guys missing from this Pistons team that are supposed to play. So, like, that was the one bet I've made. <laughs> hey, hey, like, we're, we're looking at a three-and-a-half point spread, I think, on this game tonight. Jazz favored by three-and-a-half. Um, or not Jazz. Cavs favored yeah. by three-and-a-half in this game against the Rockets. I guess, if anything, I would lean the Rockets' way. Cam Whitmore's been incredible. Uh, that is the probably the story of the summer league for me is that a guy that – I had a bet on to be drafted top five, ends up having some medical whatever come through and gets dropped down into the 20s. He looks like a like a lottery player mm-hmm. so far in the summer league. And because of where he was drafted sim- simply is why he's playing all these games. And, man, he, he's looked incredible so far, Matt. And this Rockets team, I got to give some respect to it, too, because I, I threw a couple futures bets in the summer league. They knocked out each one of my, each one of the teams I made futures bets on. So they've been really, really impressive. But I, it's just it's not about exactly the betting or the basketball. Mm-hmm. It's about to getting to see some of the future of the NBA right. and some of these prospects. I know JVT's made a, a rookie of the year bet uh, on Cam Whitmore simply because of kind of everything he's seen out there and the long odds that he was able to scoop up on, on him. That he was about a hundred to one. He's down to about twenty to one to win rookie of the year now. But yeah, so I get a great idea of some of the 
uh, you know, some of the sophomore players too, right? We saw Chet Holmgren's been right. awesome from what we've seen. Obviously, we didn't get to see any of him last year during the regular season. I think the other guy, it all circles back to the Rockets to me, but Jamari Smith having a huge summer league, you know, after a semi-quiet rookie season last year. So I think it's a lot of those things to keep your eyes, eyes on some of these younger players and younger teams as we project forward to next season. Yeah, it's it's super interesting. I, I've listen complete transparency. I had it on ancillary, you know, secondary yeah. televisions. I never had it on the main TV, so I didn't hear a lot of the commentary and didn't hear some of the stuff. I mean, it certainly was. It was certainly interesting. Certainly something that I this time of year kind of helps out because we're in the doldrums really of the sports betting calendar. So yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. I thought it was certainly something that was certainly something that has a place, I guess, on the sports betting calendar, but. I don't know week day in day out unless you are really really grinding it and honestly like you were saying almost have an inside in look at who's going to be playing and who's yeah. not how you can make super super confident bets in all this because again we don't know we have no idea what the minutes are going to be for any of these guys as they go in we don't know when they're going to decide to shut guys down etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's, it's it's a it's an interesting betting vehicle anyway yeah it, re- it really is and i think that we uh i forget what team it was uh uh, the Hawks, maybe I think it was the Hawks, where we saw, you know, like we always question motivation too. Yes. And there's certain there's certain point differentials, one of the tiebreakers for you to make it in these playoffs. So like, there's a couple teams that you're out there, like they're just kind of going through their normal motions as you would expect at the summer league. This is still a bit of an exhibition, and you've got one or two teams knowing that there's basically a point spread that they need to cover that you see actively trying to do that. Right. So I, it is a it, it's a cautionary tale for better. But I, hey, look, if you've if you've got information, it's a great information bet, betting event. And I might have only made one bet, but it yeah. was a fairly easy cash because of right. getting the information right there. So some news coming through here, Kelly. This is uh, the NFL it says, are you ready? Hard Knocks training camp with the New York Jets premieres August the 8th. So it will be August the 8th, New York Jets on Hard Knocks. Can you imagine what Aaron Rodgers is going to be like on this show? Miserable. I mean, he's already miserable. He is going to be, he is going to be the dude that every single time the camera is pointed his way, he's just going to stop talking or he's going to turn away from the camera to lie. He is going to be the worst hard knocks character. And I say character. I, I, they're all real people, but you get him. They'll get him still. Oh, they'll, they'll, get, they'll him, get him, but he is not going to be the dude who just like sits and, and, and just has a conversation with the care that would blow me away. Could you imagine what if this, what if, what if Aaron Rodgers is just in on the joke and, and we tune in and in episode one, it is just him sitting there bearing his soul to the camera. Like, like, it's, like, it's, him just, it's him sitting down talking about his retreat, his dark his, in the closet thing for whatever, talking about his ayahuasca. Talking, what if it's him just bearing his soul to the, to the world into the camera? And we're just all like, this is not what I expected at all. This is, there's no way this is happening. That, or he bought like ice cream for everybody who attended training camp or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. not exactly what I'm expecting to see out Aaron Rodgers. but like, there's too many cameras. He's not going to be able to escape. something. like, I, who you know who has the toughest? His microphone's going to accidentally get broken. You well, know, like, you whatever, okay, so this. that might happen, yeah, right? Yeah. Whoever has to edit his stuff, that that poor soul is who I feel for. Because you're yeah. right, it, there's probably a lot they'll have to edit around. I guarantee you, we still get some Aaron Rodgers good stuff, though. Yeah, I, I listen. I get it. I know why you wouldn't want them to be there. Certainly, it's going to be a circus enough because Aaron Rodgers is in town and it's in New York. I mean, listen, it's it's Aaron Rodgers in New York. 
enough. Like you're going to get the, all the cameras, all the all the pub, all the press as it is. Anyway, now add in the fact that they get behind the scenes footage and insider kind of info stuff. The one thing I don't really buy into, Kelly, and those, I mean, look, we're not coaches and certainly, so maybe there's stuff that, that slips by us or something. But like one of the things I hear is, well, you don't want them in there because you don't want your opponents like seeing what you're doing. You don't really get a ton of on-field stuff throughout the course of these shows. I mean, you, see, you see them throwing like a few passes here and there. You see them, it's it's but it's typically like the backup quarterback throwing to a to a rookie wideout who's trying to make the team or something. Like, it's not you're not really like revealing plays and and showing strategy and stuff like that. So I didn't really get that gripe about not wanting them inside your your locker room. It's typically more the storyline of some rookie who's who's struggling to make the team or or whatever. Like that's only real plays you see kind of anyway. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of funny you say that too because we we were like in a past job we totally ripped off this idea and, and applied it to both college and high school high school football <laughs> right. in South Florida. And every coach is extremely concerned about that, right? If oh God forbid I get. Play- Play number 78, you know, on tape, right? So it was very simple. What we always did that. It was be like, hey, if you don't want something, just wave at me or wave at the yeah. camera guy or something like that. And camera either well, goes time down coded or, or we time-coded yeah. make sure to edit around it. You know, Whatever you're seeing, it's always stuff like you're talking about. It's to whatever rookie wide receiver on just a go route or something like that. that it's not going to matter anyways. Listen, love him or hate him. There's no denying that Aaron Rodgers at least is a fascinating character in all of this. And and how he goes about treating this is is going to be really the story of all of this. I, I know we're going to be looking at a team that is supposed to be much, much better this year. A team that really, when you look at the quarterback play that they got last year, kind of overperformed. I mean, you, you now you're bringing in Aaron Rodgers, and you're bringing in Aaron Rodgers with some of his dudes that he feels comfortable with to go along with some of that good young talent that they've got there, the Certainly the expectations are through the roof for this Jet squad. So, yeah, that'll be intriguing anyway just to kind of see all of that. But, look, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the star of the show whether he wants to be or not. I am just very fascinated as to how he is going to go about being in front of the camera. Is he going to just throw us for a – throw a curveball at us, be actually personable, sit there and actually answer some of the questions that they give him, or is he going to be the dude that every time a camera's pointed at him, we see him look down, or he turns away, or he pretends that his microphone's not working, or whatever (laughs) it is. In in any way, it'll be entertaining. Yeah, it really, it really will. So that's August the 8th, by the way, August the 8th. August the 8th, okay. So we've got a couple weeks. Who do you think's going to be the breakout star on that one? So I've always get this wrong, right? Because I always thought that they would focus on kind of like the second year guy that had a really good rookie season yeah, anyway. Yeah. And then like, that seems like a natural guy to latch onto and talk about, man, if you thought he was good as rookie year, look at what's going to happen this year. That obviously would be Garrett Wilson. It uh, seems like totally he would be leading you. With it that it question, seems like Garrett too. Wilson <laughs> would be like the obvious choice here. It's like, Hey, this guy was awesome last year with a hodgepodge of quarterbacks that don't have jobs this year. And look at what he's going to possibly do with Aaron Rodgers while he's one of the big budding stars in the league. But they really haven't done that. Like, every time I think I've got an idea of where they're going to go with all this, like, it hasn't really gone that direction. So, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I, I think do that's it. well said. I, I, every, I, every year I feel like I, I'm looking forward to seeing person X, too, and, yeah. and then you barely see him. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know what uh, – yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, but we're going we're gonna to certainly at least get a little bit of, of Aaron Rodgers along the way. Didn't mean to derail our summer league, but listen, that is going to be – that's going to be a very, very talked-about series. It's probably the most highly anticipated in quite some time, given not 
not only the city that is going to be taking place and not only the team, but of course the, the guy that is the surefire first ballot Hall of Famer that is going to be quarterbacking the team there as well. So August 8th, therefore, that. So Kelly, any final thoughts here from a betting aspect from the NBA Summer League stuff? I mean, I think you're basically just saying if they're going to give me three points or three and a half points, depending on where you look at it, it's either a juice three or three and a half uh, around the industry. So to be sure and, and take a look. But you're basically like, I'll just take the points here because not a lot separates these two squads. Yeah, I wouldn't even take the points. I'd take the money line. <laughs> okay. I think you're you're really the look, there's there's some roster familiarity we have at this point with these two teams, but yes, every basically every game you're seeing less and less or different players play because less and less playing time from the guys that are more skilled. So I, I'm real I'm really saying, Matt, I thought this would be closer to a pick 'em with where these two mm-hmm. teams are at in the summer league. Fine, you're giving me a few points. I'm just gonna take the extra the extra boost on the money line. Adam Schefter comes through with tickets to the Jets first four opening training camp practices sold out this morning in three minutes. That's hilarious. <laughs> the practices first four practices Stole, sold out in three minutes. Five <laughs> more practices will be made available in the coming days. So if you did miss out out there, guys, you have five more chances to get in on watching Aaron Rodgers throw a few passes in practice and who knows, maybe even get on hard knocks whenever they walk by and, and do the little pan of the, of, the, of the practice. You might be able to make TV when it comes down to it. Talk some NFC South when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sounds of speeding? If you drive over the speed limit, there are lots of sounds that you might hear. You could hear the sound of your vehicle crashing. You could also hear the sound of first responders desperately trying to save you. You could even hear the sound of people crying at a funeral because if you drive over the speed limit you could do damage that's beyond repair one way or another speeding catches up to you this is paid for by NHTSA National Highway Traffic Safety Association Kelly I uh I gotta admit this this NFC South I'm looking at it I'm not a I'm much more of an LSU guy than I'm a Saints guy. Everyone knows I'm from Louisiana, so it is what it is. Like you, you basically are a Saints fan. You're born into that, but I'm more LSU than I am Saints. So I don't really, I don't live and die by what happens with the Saints franchise or, or anything like that. And so you look, the Derek Carr stuff, he comes in. Now you find them as the, as the betting favorite for this division in a division which I actually think any one of the teams could end up winning. And and I'm being dead on even the Bucks. Like I think the Bucks are on paper, one of the worst teams in the NFL, but would it surprise me if Baker Mayfield 
channels some sort of something that looks at least decent on offense with a guy like Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin, that wouldn't surprise me in the least bit. And again, I don't think that this division is is crazy good at all. I actually think it's probably going to be the worst division in all the NFL. So you see the Saints with a win total, which I think is a little high at nine and a half. Falcons at eight and a half. Panthers at seven and a half. And then the Bucks are sitting at six and a half. If you look at the division odds, plus 120 for the Saints to take it down. 215 for the Falcons. Four to one on the Panthers and eight to one on the Bucks. You don't want to bet any of these teams to win the conference. But if you do, 13 to one Saints, 28 to one Falcons, 40 to one on the Panthers, 45 to one on the Bucks, And then, to win it all, 40 to 1 on the Saints, 60 to 1 on the Falcons, 70 on the Panthers, and then 80 on the Bucks. I am looking beyond the Saints. And when I look beyond the Saints, Kelly, it's mainly because I see a path for any of these teams to be mediocre and still win this division. I think there are much more, many more things that can go wrong for the Saints than people are even kind of realizing. I mean, listen, yes, Chris Olave was awesome, no doubt about that. And we're just assuming we're just assuming there's going to be someone else there to come along for the ride, but that's not necessarily the case here. We know Alvin Kamara's already got his stuff that he's dealing with, though he did plead out and all that, and we'll see what ends up happening with with that. Michael Thomas has not been healthy in, in a couple of different seasons now, so we don't really know what he looks like. If he's going to be a shell of what he used to be, that could certainly be the case. Maybe Desmond Ritter is actually good. Maybe this Falcons team, with all of these skill position talents, does actually take that next step. I mean, you've got Kyle Pitts, you've got Drake London, you just got Bijan Robinson. Maybe this Falcons team, if Desmond Ritter is at least league average, is good enough to win this division. What if Bryce Young steps in as a rookie and he can just play kind of at league average? You look around, the 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 Panthers made moves this offseason, Kelly, that lead me to believe that they think that they can win this division. And if you don't go sign an Adam Thielen and a Miles and a Miles Sanders and all this like those are not build towards the future with your young quarterback guys. Those are hey, let's step in with some seasoned veteran dudes who, when we need to, can step up and, and maybe assist our rookie quarterback. But we think that that might be good enough to win this division. That's kind of what I saw anyway in the offseason moves from from the Panthers, and I don't think that that's really all that far off. They've got a pretty good defense, and if. Bryce Young is what we think Bryce Young could possibly be. They could win this division. I think that's that's well within the range of outcomes. Yeah, that that's uh, that's kind of where I would lean to. If I don't think I'll have a bet in this division, but I don't think that there should be that big of a separation, at least between the Falcons and Panthers, and what we're seeing on the odds for them yeah. to win that division. I, I think there's. Um, I, I, there's some there's some people I respect that I know that are betting the Falcons this year in this division. I, I just don't fully get it. I, I think that there's I think you're expecting a big leap forward from Desmond Ritter that we just really haven't seen. Yeah. And if you're asking me, kind of you know, kind of kind of blindly to bet on a Bryce Young or a Desmond Ritter, and if that's the big difference that you see between those two teams, like I'm, I'm rolling with Bryce Young, I think. Yeah, over Ritter going going into this season, you know, despite him yeah. not having played a single down. I mean, we're not talent scouts, but if you listen to the guys say he's as polished of a quarterback as we've seen in quite some time to come in and, and take over and, and be ready to lead a squad. And so what we have here basically, though, is are these guys that we think are going to be good around him going to be good enough? Because – they bring back in DJ Chark, and when DJ Chark actually has been healthy in the NFL, he's produced pretty well. The problem is, is he's been dealing with a ton of injuries all over the place, and so can he stay healthy for Bryce Young this year? They bring in Adam Thielen, who yeah, under the radar had a 
pretty decent little year last year. Didn't blow anybody away, but had a decent little year. And now you get the stuff coming out of camp. It's all roses and rainbows and unicorns coming out of camp this time of year. I get that. But that him and Adam Thielen have a real rapport. Adam Thielen, I think, is going to kind of play the safety blanket role there for this team. And that seems to be what we're hearing out of camp, that he might get a ton of targets here. They're all going to be super high percentage targets and super low ADOT targets. I mean, he might be running four yards and turning around, but that seems to be kind of the role that he's okay with playing here for Bryce Young. And then Terrace Marshall, if you don't remember Terrace Marshall, was also at LSU, second-round pick for this team. And then really, he got his rookie season, ended up getting hurt, didn't play for a few games, and then never really got in the swing of things over the last couple of years. That being said, again, it's all rainbows and unicorns right now. But apparently, he's as healthy as he's ever been and looks really good working with Bryce Young. You have Miles Sanders in the background as well. And by the way, they brought in Hayden Hurst, who's had a lot of success. Granted, Joe Burrow was throwing him the ball over the last couple of seasons, but they bring in Hayden Hurst at the tight end position. You've got a pretty good offensive line. You have a pretty good defense as well. Certainly at the linebacker position, safety position, one of your corners is really good. You're going to need a couple of these other guys to step up. And you have a defensive line that is at least league average to to, to better than league average. So I actually put in our NFL betting guide, I, I put the Panthers actually as winning this division. And I don't think that that was me trying to get way way out of line. You know, I mean, I think that if, we, if, if all these teams – play to a baseline. I think the Panthers baseline is about the same as, as where the Falcons or the, or the saints are. So I think the only team that is exponentially worse than the other three would be the bucks. Yeah. And even then you still have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin mm-hmm. and Baker Mayfield, who has a, a lot of experience in all that. If they don't end up selling off all the parts throughout the course of the year, would, would it surprise me if the Bucks were in the mix halfway through the season or three quarters? It, it actually would not. Yeah, because, I mean, their defense could be at least decent this year. I, I don't think they're going to be absolutely terrible. So, I, yeah, I'm with you. I think this division's very wide open. This, this would be probably of all the favorites, I'm trying to think, probably of all the favorites in, in any division in football, the least confident I would be in the Saints. I do think... Yeah. Uh, I do think based off a of roster, it makes sense why they're the favorites here. But I, like, I think we've seen this Saints team. I, I feel like we like that defense, I think, has to play out of this world for them to be really, really a contender in the NFC this year. I, I mean, Matt, if this team for sure, this team was in the AFC. I don't, we wouldn't even be talking to them as a, as, a, as a playoff team, much less winning a division. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think, I think this thing could end up being very, very wide open. There's and also, you know, let's just let's just be honest. There's a non-zero chance that, that Derek Carr's bad. Like, yeah. like that he's just not good. There's that we have his best days are behind him. We've seen his his ceiling already, and that ceiling is not going to be, you know, come to light here with the Saints team. I mean, that is that is also a very real possibility. We're assuming Michael Thomas is going to be healthy. We're assuming all these different little things, and, they, and I think that a lot of that is could end up biting us if you really want to buy into them. Now the defense should be pretty solid for the Saints. They they have some really good pieces and Granderson and Jordan and May and Taron Matthew. Like they they do have some some really good pieces on that side of the ball. So I don't know if they're going to be getting blown out a ton, but I don't know if we think that they're going to be getting on the scoreboard a ton either. So I actually did go with the Panthers in this division. I haven't have a, had a bet. We just had to make our official picks right in the in the betting guide. I don't have a bet in there on the Panthers yet, and that is a yet because I don't know. May, maybe I can dig a little bit deeper, and certainly as the training camp reports continue to come out, maybe something will actually push me to to put something in the account. Yeah, I, I'm same thing here. I think that would be my 
my pick of who's going to win this division based off of the odds, it, it would be Panthers. I don't know that I'm going to end up exactly with a bet, just because I, I think there are, when we talk about all these teams, I think there's a lot of wide-ranging outcomes of what mm-hmm. we could see with these teams this season. Um, I don't think any of them are going to really threaten to win the NFC or anything like that, but as far as where they're at, bottom dwellers to, you know, a, a average to slightly above average teams. I think there's a lot of wide ranging outcomes with all three, all four of these teams. Absolutely. And, and again, like I'm not discounting the Falcons that you said a lot of people are betting the Falcons. Yeah. I actually get it right. Because yeah. you have the skill position players. It's just so much depends on Desmond Ritter taking that, that next step. Right. I mean, like we need Desmond Ritter to make a vast improvement in, you know, look, you go to, Pro Football Focus, we understand, is not like the end-all, be-all to everything. But they do watch every single play of every single game and grade these players out. And and Desmond Ritter was one of the absolute worst quarterbacks in the NFL last year. Now, you know, he growing pains, et cetera, et cetera, I get all of that. But he was going to have to take a really big step, and I'm just not willing to assume that he's going to be able to do that. And you spend a very high draft pick on – a B. John Robinson, and that also leads me to believe you you almost have to use him a ton. And in today's yeah. NFL, if you're not passing the ball, if you're not getting chunk plays and stuff, like you're gonna eventually pay for it. And I think that that's something that we're we're kind of looking at as well, Kelly. So I, I don't know. I, I division is up for grabs. Give me the Panthers. I gotta. I, you know what? I'm gonna bet them, Kelly. I'm gonna do it. Let's just put it in the account. Whenever. Look at some baseball here on the other side when we come back. Numbers game on a Monday. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, event date, even more. Check out the VSIN Experts leaderboard. You can see the betting records and profit and ROI and see which VSIN experts have the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today, $19 over at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So we are uh, wrapping up our NFC South talk here. And if you want to, if you want to look rosy towards the Tampa Bay Bucks, you at least have a quarterback that has a lot of NFL experience, which cannot be said for the Panthers, which cannot be said for the Falcons. So you have a leg up, at least in that department, on two of the teams you're going up against. You have two of the better wide receivers in the NFL, and I think that gives you a leg up on pretty much every other team in the division because, again, we don't know what Michael Thomas is going to look like. Olave was great. We don't know what Michael Thomas is going to look like. We have zero idea what Terrace Marshall even is in the NFL, and DJ Chark has had a lot of injuries as well, so we know that that's not the case. And sure, you do have Drake London. You can count Kyle Pitts, I guess, as a wide receiver, even though he's a tight end. But certainly from a tr- traditional wide receiver standpoint, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin would be the best two in the division. So experienced quarterback with two really good wide receivers. Russell Gage, by the way, not that bad out of the slot. Like He's, mm-hmm. he's fine. Or Russell Gage, he was he's all right. Rashad White is going to take over in the backfield. Lenny Fournette is still looking for a team out there. You have Tristan Wirfs at left tackle, so at least the blind side of Baker Mayfield – is going to be protected and protected well. Tristan Wirfs, one of the best left tackles in all of the NFL. And then if you look on the defensive side, there are actually some guys that can still play. Now, will these guys eventually over the course of the season get sold off for parts? Now, that we don't know because the Bucs went about the same, Bucks went about it the same way the Rams did. They went all in to win a Super Bowl. They got it. 
And but now they're kind of paying for it, right? I mean, not a t- not a ton of picks to kind of re to uh, to refill the cupboard, and then some of these guys are getting a little bit of age, uh, get a little bit of age on them. But listen, Neil Winfield, Dean. Uh, Let's see. I mean, even Devontae David, like all these guys are still playing at a fairly high level on the defensive side of the ball. So I don't think that it is all bad news for the Bucs. But Kelly, listen, there are going to be teams that are going to be making phone calls at some point in the season to see what Mike Evans might cost, what Chris Godwin might cost, what, you know, a, you know, what a David might cost. Like they're, they're going to be getting calls and Tampa Bay is going to have to make a decision at some point in the season. Is this a complete rebuild? Or are we going to try and salvage here in, again, what is a very still wide open division in our opinion? And both of us think this about this division. Like none of these teams seem to be head and shoulders above the other ones. How long do they hold on with all these guys as well? So the Bucs are more of a fascinating kind of team for me because I think that they are going to have to at some point really kind of sit down and have a talking about, hey, are we going after this or are we going to go ahead and punt? Yeah, and that's uh, – I think you're going to see – we talked about Tennessee Titans, obviously, earlier in the show. I think that's a question mark for both of those teams at some point this year. They're just going to do it in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. It's more of a youth movement uh, going on in Tennessee. And in, in Tampa right now, It's it, you're kind of at the beginning of that, of trying to figure out what are you going to be the next few years. And, yes, if it's, re, if it's hitting the reset button, it probably means shipping off some of those veteran players that you can get something back for right now. Uh, still, I, I don't know about you. They're, they're a team seemingly – I don't know if I believe they're going to win this division. Yes, they're the bottom mm-hmm. dweller. I know we talked about how wide open we think this division yeah. is. I, I do think they are they – are, like, if they finish second in this division, I probably wouldn't be shocked – I think I'm a little bit surprised if they w- did go out and win this thing. Kind of the same thing, like I would say about the Saints – I wouldn't be shocked at all if they don't win this thing. I don't know if I see them falling further than like third in that yeah. division. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if they're going to be absolute bo- the absolute bottom dwellers. So, I yeah, I think you're probably going to see some of these pieces get traded away at some. Yeah, it's it, to me, and this is strictly just opinion. I think they'll be sellers. I think yeah. this needs to be a complete rebuild because again, Mike Evans is not his his value is is never going to be higher than it is basically every single day fourth in this season because he, again, he's one of those guys getting older. Certainly his value and what you get back in return is going to continue to diminish the older older and longer this drags out. So I think you do have to start looking and saying, guys, we're a little bit on longer in the tooth here. Can we? What can we get back for this guy and this guy? Do we get a pick? Do we get some players? Do we get some youth? Do we get whatever it might be? I think that the Bucks, Bucks probably have to come to that decision at some point, but who knows? It can, a lot can change if they look up and they're four and two or right, something totally, or whatever. Yeah, or if yeah. they're you know if they're five and two or some point, then maybe they're going to have to have to look at this thing a little bit differently. Over on the diamond, we talked to Paul Spore a little bit earlier today. He had not really dug in, didn't really have any plays, but we can run through what we're looking at anyway. Dodgers and uh, the Orioles going at it. Emmett Sheehan are go- is going for the Dodgers, and then the Orioles have recalled Grayson Rodriguez, one of the best pitching prospects in the minors. Got a cup of coffee a little bit earlier. Didn't have the best luck for the Orioles, but they are calling him back up to make this start. By the way, welcome welcome back. You get the Dodgers. Uh, minus 120 <laughs> for the Orioles at home here over the Dodgers. Even money, nine and a half is your total there. Guardians and the Pirates. Xavier Curry for the Guardians and then Quinn Priester for the Pirates. I wish I could tell you anything about either one of these dudes. I cannot. Uh, it is minus 120 for the Guardians and Curry. 
even money for the Pirates and Priester. Nine and a half is your total there. Giants in the Reds. Logan Webb is going for the Giants. We got Brandon Williamson going for the going for the Reds. Logan Webb and the Giants are minus 145 road favorites here over this Reds team, plus 125 at home for them. An over-under of 10. Logan Webb has been absolutely fantastic for this Giants squad over the last month and a half. See why they are the favorite they, that they are, even with the Reds being at home in this lineup. Very curious as to what Brandon Williamson can do with this Giants lineup, see if he can keep them in contention here. Mar- Marlins and the Cardinals. Jesus Lazardo, Miles Michaelis. This is 110 on both sides. Complete coin flip, eight and a half is your total there. McClanahan back for the Rays today. Shane McClanahan, if you are a Rays backer, this is good news for you. He's back on the hill against Dane Dunning in the Rangers. With that, he's a minus 125 road favorite over this Rangers team, plus 105 if you want the home underdog. Nine is your total. This Rays team, we talked, we, we did get into this a little bit with Paul. And, you know, listen, uh, do the Rays have staying power? Really and truly what it's going to come down to is, is can a guy like McClanahan continue to take the bump every five days? Because you can only withstand so many injuries in baseball. And I understand the Rays have a massive amount of talent and young talent, but eventually it's going to catch up to you. So you need a guy like McClanahan. You need that true frontline starter, especially when we get to the playoffs, right? When these rotations shrink and you need that guy that can go out and get you six, seven innings and and hold the team at bay. Well, we'll see if Shane McClanahan can continue that as he makes his return from the IL against the Rangers today. Nationals and the Cubs. This is Mackenzie Gore and Drew Smiley. Smiley and the Cubs minus 145 home favorites, plus 125 with Gore. And the Nationals. Matt Manning is going for the Tigers today. Jordan Lyles for the Royals. Tigers 130, minus 130 road favorites over the Royals, plus 110 at home. Luis Severino and the Yankees are going to take on the Angels. Griffin Canning is a minus 130 favorite here, actually, over Luis Severino and the Yankees, plus 110 if you want the Yankees on the road. Nine is your total there. Twins and the Mariners. Sonny Gray, Logan Gilbert. Good pitching matchup in this one. Gilbert and the Mariners, minus 135. Home favorites, plus 115 for Gray and the Twins. Just seven and a half total in this one. Sonny Gray, been really, really good for this Twins team. Hit a little hit a little bit of a rough patch, but again, most of the, most of the underlying numbers back up what Sonny Gray has done so far this season for this Twins team. Final first pitch of the evening, Red Sox and the A's to be determined who's going to be on the hill for those teams in that one. So that's what we're looking over in Major League Baseball. And of course, if you guys are looking for what any of the other people are playing today over at vsin.com, you can go to the picks page. It'll be listed for all the baseball bets that end up getting inserted throughout the course of the day today. Plus Adam Burst daily article, which is rundown like top amazing. to bottom yeah. of every single thing that's going on uh, with all that. I, Kelly, final minute and a half of this segment. So I do want to, to circle back around to the big topic that again, me and Paul talked about that. I think is something that we're going to hear just a ton over the next week is, is what's going to happen with Shohei Otani. And you start to look at some of these other teams and what it would actually mean. And, and, the Dodgers are already one of your favorites to to win the World Series. So if he ends up with the Dodgers, it doesn't it, it's not going to change it too too much for them. Certainly, the odds are going to change. Certainly, they're going to become a shorter shot, but it doesn't like drastically move yeah. the number for them. They're already at five fifty. They're the second shot as it is anyway, right? So they just come a little bit closer to the Braves. The Blazers at plus three forty. Does but, it happen or not? But you start to look at some of these other teams and you wonder what these odds might. Well, you start (laughs) to look at some of these other teams and wonder what that might mean for the number for them, right? And that is what gets really interesting. Some of these other teams that we know have gigantic budgets. The Yankees, for example, are sitting 18 to 1. 
what does Shohei mean to those odds? Is it worth putting a ticket in on a flyer right now? Or maybe do you want to play like we were Paul and I were talking about? Do you want to play one of these longer shot MVP guys right now? Because if he gets traded out of the AL, it wide it puts that thing wide open yet again. And so a guy that's sitting 30 to 1 today, if Shohei moves, he ain't gonna be 30 to 1 when that happens. Okay, two quick two uh, two things real yeah. quick. Uh, if you're over at DraftKings, there's a field option. Shohei versus the field in MVP. So I think if you're interested in that, that could be a way to go mm-hmm. as well, five to one. Uh, Yankees, is that one you'd be interested in making a bet? And I've heard people interested in making a division bet there even without Shohei. I mean, listen, you get a one-two punch of Garrett Cole and then Shohei come playoff time, that's a pretty good one-two punch on the hill for sure. We'll put a bow on this episode with a little bit of open talk when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. If you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert those BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties up and down the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up at BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with the BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of age or older. New and existing customers can do this. Offer all promotions. Subject to qualification, eligibility requirements, rewards issued, non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire after seven days of issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you do have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Crush that read. Boom. Just went right through that one. That one's a mouthful, but boy, just crushed that one. You did, man. It's a lot. It would take me four minutes to do that one. Crushed that one, went right through it. Let me repeat myself. It has taken me four minutes to do that one. Didn't (laughs) even skip a big chunk, which sometimes, like, sometimes those super long ones, I'll just, like, I'll just skip a chunk and just, like, like, let's get to the point. Let's get to the point of the read, but every word that time. Good on me. It is Matt Brown filling in for Gil last segment here on a Monday of a numbers game. And, Kelly, let's go ahead and get an early look here at the Open and – if you were living under a rock, you don't know. Actually, you don't have to be living under a rock because it was hard to it was hard to watch. It was hard to find. Roy McElroy coming off of a win at the Scottish Open. Now we head over, and this is a very true Lynx golf course. So what we got last week was Lynx style golf course. It was it was it was kind of a modern Lynx course. It, it played like Lynx, but not like we're going to see this week for sure. And so now. What we're getting into is a 
course that is right on the water. Any sort of wind is going to be felt. There's absolutely nothing that is going to be blocking wind from hitting the Royal Liverpool Golf Club at all. So if it happens to pick up a lot, then we are going to see some kind of craziness going on for sure. The way that this course is set up, Kelly, which is, I think is pretty interesting. I did the little flyovers that you can get at Golf Digest. And by the way, if you're a golf geek, if you're you know golf nerd, Golf Digest does these flyovers pretty much every one of the major tournaments and stuff, and you get to really get a look at these holes and how they're going to to look for the pros out there and how they're going to play, and it's, it's a really valuable tool. I even think from a betting aspect, even though we're not professional golfers and all that, I, it does give you an idea mm-hmm. of kind of what they're going to be going at. And one of the things that really stood out to me with all of this is just, you know, there are true hazards on this course, even though there aren't going to be, you know, it, you know, there aren't trees or whatever. Like, there's these huge pot bunkers that are out there that in depending on where they land inside of these bunkers, Kelly, it, it's, it could be, it could be a penalty stroke. It could play as a penalty stroke. You might not be able to get a shot out of them other than just chipping out and having to kind of take your medicine. So it could be a true penalty stroke. Again, if you're up on the face of these, depending if you're further back, they'll be able to play out of them. But I mean, if you're, if you're up towards the front, you're not going to have an option of, of trying to, to play a real shot after that. And that is, where they have lined up these deals, which I think is really, really cool. If you go, it's kind of in the drivable zone for a lot of these guys. And so they put these bunkers to where if you're offline, it's right about the 280-ish to 305-ish mark, which if you know the tour, that's where a lot of, you know, a lot of these guys are driving it, you know, kind of in that realm. And so if you're off target, you're going to end up in one of these bunkers, man. And like, it's going to be, really, really tough to get out of there without, you know, having to take your medicine again and taking a penalty stroke basically. And so look, I'm super happy about this course. Not a lot of course history for us here. It's only the third time that we've gotten to this course in the in the modern era. So, you know, look, it's not a lot that we can pull from here. Last time they were here, most of these guys on tour weren't born yet. Right, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like there's so many young guys. So like most of these guys weren't even, you know, out of diapers yet. So not a lot to pull from, from that aspect, but Certainly, uh, of course, we have seen before, and we can at least kind of guess how it's going to play. So you're ahead of me a little bit on prep for this week. Mm. So is it, do you, are you expecting where some of these guys are going to have to club down off the tee? With some, so, with some, where some of those bunkers are placed at? So length is – we say this every week on long shots. Like Length is always a bonus, but certainly carry length is going to be massive this week. You're still going to have to have accuracy because the – if you do miss, there are there is like a lot of that fescue and stuff that you can get into that could it could end up causing trouble. But like I said, if if these pot bunkers are kind of in that two seventy to two eighty ish mark, if you can carry that, which we know the longest of the longer guys are are carrying that, they don't need the rollout. That's why we've talked so much about how the game has changed because mm-hmm. it's 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 height off the tee now is is everything which seems counterintuitive to what right, we would think yeah. would happen at an open. And certainly if the wind comes into play, that's not going, they're not going to be able to do that. They're going to have to do something different. Two but, irons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are going to be two irons coming into play seriously. But if, if, if we don't have a ton of wind, the longer guys are going to be able to carry these. And so that takes it out of play for them. The guys that are just average length to where like carrying it, 290 yeah. isn't necessarily just every time. Like, like they're not. Brian yeah, saw last yeah, they're week. not just going to be able to carry it 290 every single time. It's going to put these bunkers real into play and could get real interesting with all of that. And so, if we take a look at what I'm the type of player that I'm 
kind of looking for here, Kelly. It's going to be very, it's going to be very diverse. And I'm because you can't bomb and gouge this course. Like it's not going to happen. Yeah. So if you think that those type of guys, length and accuracy is always a bonus. We could say that every single week. So like, yes, you're going to like, yeah, no joke. I get it. Right. Yes. Lincoln actually this week, though, is going to be really, really massive so long as the wind doesn't go absolutely nuts. If the wind goes absolutely nuts, I don't know exactly what type of player is going to succeed here. It's probably going to be the dude that's the most creative and the guy that can kind of make the biggest adjustments on the fly. And we've seen, you know, hit your putts, right? It's it's, so here's the deal. So. If you follow any of these golfers on Instagram or if you follow, you know, Twitter, whatever the social media preference, threads, whatever, you know, whatever, if you're on threads, Kelly, are you threading, by the way? Are you, are you? No, no, I was all jazzed up about it last week. It was about to hop on there. And I was like, wait a second. Am I really going to like, listen, you got to secure places? Kelly Bidlin at least. So that's the thing. So you've got to at least go <laughs> secure. Cause what if it wins? Like you, like you can't be left out if it, if it ends up winning. So you at least know, go secure your name on the threads and then, and then we'll go for that. I'm on the threads. I've not threaded yet. Not one time. Okay. So you, locked down a name i just locked it in did you get at matt brown you still missed out you still missed out you like 17 at matt brown 17 uh, dude by the time i got in (laughs) they already had like a million and a half users or whatever like even though i thought i was kind of early like everyone was you were flooding to the three at matt brown no so i had to add add the m2 at the end again yeah had to add the m2 at the end again so i know it's ridiculous it sucks but uh anyway i over on the threads but what they will do though from time to time and so they they work on stingers like like they they really love to post hitting stingers just because yeah, they look yeah. cool like right. it, it, yeah. like it's an it's an awesome video I admit it's an awesome it looks cool it is cool yeah but they do work on these things right I mean it's not like this is like oh they're gonna have to hit a completely different type of shot and and this is something that's not really in their bag like these dudes go out there and they work on this stuff and so these guys all have stingers in their bag my guess is that. Some of them are exponentially better at it than others. And certainly from an accuracy standpoint, some are probably way more accurate with them than others, but they all got it. So I'm, I'm not really all that concerned either with stuff. I mean, listen, we just saw Rory win last week and the concern with Rory is like, he hits the ball too high. You know, the whole thing about Rory is like, he has one of the highest apexes of, of any of the players on tour with how he hits the ball. He was able to make an adjustment and go out and, and change the way that he plays. Like these guys are awesome. Right. I mean, like they're going to be able to, to especially, figure it especially out with those guys, those guys that are powerful, they're going to be powerful regardless. You know yes. what I mean? Like it, whether it's, you know, changing clubs, like we saw him, him do or what or changing shot type that power is still going to help help them drive through the wind so uh i'm going to throw a couple at you real quick yeah yay or nay on some drifters here yay or nay on john rom at 13 plus to one yay or nay on justin thomas 80 to one or more oh boy justin thomas at 80 80 is where we're seeing him at now listen i so i have two bets in the account already i took ricky like three weeks ago, so I got it at like thirty. I got it like thirty-seven okay. on Ricky. Um, he's down to twenty <laughs> at a lot of places. Yeah, and rightfully so. I mean, he's been incredibly consistent. Or whatever. I did put in a Burns at a hundred. Yeah, you did. Like, uh, hey, but, he, but a, he looked good last but week. But a hundred yeah. on yep. Sam Burns, like you know, a proven multi-time winner, right? Like I, I did put in a Burns at a hundred. He's sixty at DK right now. A JT at eighty is. Pretty interesting. I guess we just have to ask ourselves, Kelly, and we will do this certainly uh, later today whenever we do our, our kind of early preview. And then certainly you guys, whenever you're doing the, the full long shots, is 
what is his win equity in this field? Like, what do we honestly feel like his win equity is in this field with the way that he's been playing and the way that the other guys have been playing? Because that's the other thing. It's not even necessary that JT has been drifting away. It's like some of these guys are on the real big right. upswing. So it's kind of like a double drift here. And so but what a roller coaster season for Jason Day, who's now 120 to one for this. Turn. <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah, it's 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 so incredibly wild. And I'm just, you know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to really, really digging in into all of this. But man, I think short game is probably going to play a lot for me this week because I think they're going to be in weird positions. That's just my initial guess. We will run through our models and all of that, of course, over on Long Shots and Barty Line. Up next, thanks for sticking around here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.